From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, December 4th. I'm Lana Cohen. You probably haven't heard of FIRO, or Forecast-Informed Reservoir Operations. And Forecast-Informed Reservoir Operations? It sounds kind of boring, but it's actually pretty cool, and it's definitely really important. So stick with me. FIRO is a tool being used to better manage water supply and demand at Lake Mendocino. The ultimate goal is to increase water availability and reliability for all stakeholders. This could be especially significant in the face of climate change and more unpredictable and extreme weather patterns. In water year 20, there was only 34.8% of normal precipitation. So far in water year 21, which began on October 1st, there's been little rain to speak of. Without Firo, the lake would have 18% less water than it does now and likely the lowest elevation ever. Actually, one engineer familiar with Firo said that without it, there probably would have been limitations on water use similar to those in 2014, when people had to cap water use, stop watering their lawns, and more. There are a lot of agencies involved in Firo. Here's the list. We have the Army Corps of Engineers, which manages the reservoir, Scripps Institute of Oceanography, Center for Western Weather and Water Extremes, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, the Bureau of Reclamation, Sonoma Water, and the U.S. Geological Survey. Together, these agencies have been working for six years to find out if FIRO can help the Army Corps to avoid floods, decrease the impact of drought, and provide water to everyone who needs it. FIRO is being tested out at four locations, three in California and one in Washington. But Lake Mendocino was the original. It was chosen to be the pilot project because in a year of torrential rains followed by drought, it became clear that the old method of management wasn't providing a reliable water supply anymore. To find out more, let's turn to Poppy Lozoff, Supervisory Park Ranger at the Lake Mendocino Army Corps of Engineers. What it does is allow water managers to make changes quickly and in the moment based on forecasts. Instead of only going by a water manual, we're able to retain or release water that reflects the current forecast. So it used to be this is a water manual, this is how we're going to do it, regardless of the forecast. And now we can say, hey, there's a atmospheric river coming in, we're going to release this much to allow for storage, or hey, we have no atmospheric rivers, we're going to hold this. So I'm going to go back to a few of the things Poppy said. First, she used the term atmospheric rivers. Atmospheric rivers are a concentration of moisture in the atmosphere. Often, they bring precipitation. Second, she mentioned the water manual. The Lake Mendocino Water Control Manual was created by the Army Corps of Engineers in 1958, when the reservoir was first created. The water manual is how decisions were made before FIRO. The manual was based off of patterns from the past, but now, with more technology and greater forecasting capability, water managers can use what they know about the future instead of the past. This can allow them to make better decisions to avoid water shortages and floods. This type of management will be crucial as climate change brings fewer, more intense rains during the rainy season and longer dry spells during summer months. Here's Jay Jesper, chief engineer of Sonoma Water, with some more information. These water control manuals, not just at Lake Mendocino, but at many other reservoirs, are, they were developed, this one, for example, in 1958. So this is before we had computers, before we had satellites, before we had radars, before we had models, before all of this other data, you know, was based on 10 or 15, 20 years maybe of data 
available at that time. And we have a lot more data. We have a lot more tools. We have a lot more scientific understanding of forecasting and watershed and hydrology and all that stuff. With all these tools and technology, Firo sounds like a slam dunk for managing water, but it's not a silver bullet for dealing with droughts and floods. Even with all the new technology that Firo brings to the table, the water system is still stretched thin, according to Jasper. This year, water managers at Lake Mendocino had to reduce flows going into the lower Russian River to maintain lake levels for storage and recreational purposes. Additionally, meteorologists can only forecast out around 10 to 14 days, so data is limited. FIRO allows us to use the existing forecasting skill to have significant improvements. I think it's definitely significant in terms of drought resiliency and in terms of flood management. But the more investment we make in improving longer-term forecasting, the more bang for the buck we're going to get, the more you can get out of FIRO, even more than now. But right now, it's significant. Overall, the use of FIRO at Lake Mendocino is a success story, but the tale isn't over. Lake Mendocino's use of FIRO was a pilot project. So the point is to see if FIRO can be used in other places to provide more water security in a world of ever-increasing weather extremes. According to Julie Kalansky from the Scripps Institute Center for Western Weather and Water Extremes, Applying FIRO principles to other reservoirs isn't going to be easy. We have started in the second phase of FIRO. So Lake Mendocino was the first phase in the pilot project. Part of that second phase is really looking at the transferability of FIRO. It lays the groundwork to start thinking about this more broadly throughout the West. What are some of those prerequisites that are needed to really think about how viable it is throughout the West? One thing that we've seen is that although the general process and the idea of here is very similar across these different watersheds and these different reservoirs, you often see that they are very different and they each present their unique challenges. I have little kids and I often think about it as raising little kids in that there's certain things that are similar across all kids, but they're all very unique and have, you know, need different things to be successful. For KZYX News, I'm Lana Cohen. With all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.